I'm your huckleberry. I've not yet begun to defile myself. I have two guns, one for each of you. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Nick. I am Will. And I'm Josh. We are back at it again. Another great show. 22 minutes plus of non-stop comedic, sometimes comedic action that we are coming to you. Uh, we got a great story. More plane drama. Every time every time you look to the left or the right, it looks like there is some kind of drama going on with airport stuff and Drunk airplanes. people getting into fights, all kind of stuff. J- yep. Just people being stupid. Uh, we got a story. The New York City Housing Authority. They they got a wild history. It's kind of a kind of a party atmosphere they've got over there. We'll we'll get touched in there. And then finally, we'll be talking about Elon Musk and the metaverse. Uh, so that's kind of what's hot right now in the world. He is the metaverse basically at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, to get the show started, let's kick it off with Wacky World. Wow. I don't believe. Well, there's something you don't see every day. All right, so as promised, here we go. JetBlue passengers, got to get off this plane. They plead with the air crew after aborted landings at JFK. So we got a JetBlue flight. They're just trying to go from New York to Cancun or vice versa. I forget. Either way, they're, you know, they're they're going, you know, they're heading out. They're trying to land at JFK, but they keep having to turn around and come back because of bad weather. So they've been landing at Newark, New uh, Newark, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And so uh, people are getting a little angry because you go up in the air and then four times they've circled around, have not landed, and then just come back and land where they where they started. So people are getting a little testy on the inside here, and we have video. Roll it. My kids are panicking. People are sick back there. We gotta get off this plane. We don't wanna be on this plane. It's yeah, dangerous. We tried to land four times already. No, I, I, it's dangerous. We're scared up. to fly. We wanna get off. Take me to jail. I don't Please, care. take. I don't want to go to jail, but it's not right. <laughs> just speak for yourself. I don't, I don't want to go to jail. It's not your fault. It's not their fault. We just want to get off. I don't care about JFK. It's our lives. It's our lives. I'm sorry. I don't want to go up. People are sick back there. People are fainting. People are throwing up. A little respect for human beings. There we go. So uh, let me tell you, the the fastest way, if you ever want to get off an airplane, (laughs) just take your mask off. Look at that. And they would, but they had everybody off that plane in 30 seconds. Sounds like a padded room. (laughs) I don't want to go up. I don't want to go up. I don't want to go up. I don't want to, not again. He's just rocking in his chair. I don't want to go up again. Please. In his straight jacket. Oh, that's rough. It's absolutely crazy. I know their pain. I know their pain. Because I used to, I used to get, I had terrible air sickness for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know I know it. The whole people are fainting in the back. Well, I wasn't fainting, but you know. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. Like New Jersey is close enough to New York. Just drive. Well, actually, well, he, he, here's <laughs> what's going on. He, he, it's actually a 12-hour drive. Is it really? Because of traffic. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, look look at this. So, so they sit on the ground for an hour, and then they take off, and then they land, and sit on the ground for another hour, take off, go again. And so you could have walked there probably mm-hmm. in, in this. Oh, um, I would have. I would have wanted to get time. off too. Totally, yeah. One hundred and ten percent of what I want. I don't to get want to go in. up. Godly, yeah, that's awful. I like his. I like his tracksuit. Yeah, the very. Guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the voice of reason. On the people are fainting in the back. My kids are scared. <laughs> kids are. I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, it would be pretty. Imagine, imagine you got one of those kids that's like afraid to fly, and it's like, look, Junior, you only got to take off one time on this flight. It's only just one time. Just calm down. I just think it on like the fifth time through and they make it to JFK. Like they're aborting the landing. It's like, no, we're not. No, no, they we're all not. run to the, they rush to the cockpit, just shove the stick forward, just <laughs> nosedive into the tarmac. 
<laughs> we're getting off this plane. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I'm surprised that no one didn't kick open the emergency exit. Like, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would slide down. You know how bad you got to have it where you say, I would rather be in prison right now? Like, only like air travel will do that to you. It will break your spirit. You say, I would rather go to prison. Well, if it's in the Northeast, it's honestly not surprising. New York. New York. New yeah. York, baby. Yep. Greatest seat in the world. Yeah, oh, how did this end? Nonsense. Uh, so eventually they did arrive at JFK. Oh, gosh. Uh, that is fantastic. What do you think the Yelp reviews are going to be? Oh, I don't know. But hey, guess what? It, it was all made better. You know, JetBlue, they do things right out there. You know, great customer service. Everyone on board that flight got a $50 gift card to mm-hmm. JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Like, your, your, your ticket is $600. And here's here's a fifty dollar credit. See, I would I would have said an acceptable. I thought you were gonna say all of their all of their tickets were refunded. Nope, not even not even that. Uh, well, yeah. really, really, they should have charged them more because they really got four flights to JFK, not not just one. <laughs> that is that is sad. They, they really should have yeah, just charged them four times. dollars, dude. Come on. JetBlue really got stiffed in this whole situation. JetBlue did. Yeah. Well, because look, look, they flew them to New York four times. Yeah. You see, they got four flights. They paid for one. They got four. These people should be happy. Yeah, especially with gas prices. Exactly. Look, look at that. They, they got they got three free flights. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I would have yeah. I would have been upset if I didn't have my 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 flight refunded. You're just, you're just kind of ungrateful, but you know whatever. Yeah. Well, what what have we learned? We've learned don't fly Spirit, American Frontier, Frontier, and now JetBlue. JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Delta's wow. still good. Delta passed the vibe check. Delta's all right. For at now. least at least we'll for see. their. At least for their actual flight experience. Yeah. I tell you what, I've flown Delta a lot, and I love the airline. Delta is very good. Mm-hmm. They always annoy me, though, because, like, every time you get on the plane, like, I'm just trying to have some peace and quiet, and they come on, Don't go to all of our Delta. Go to the day your flight did this. Please have a wonderful flight. And then, you know, five minutes later, For all of you who are in the business class, thank you very much. And, like, the mics are never good. <laughs> well, I, you know? you're, you're doing a good job of, of that because I, 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 all I heard was have a wonderful flight. <laughs> the yep. rest of it, absolutely no clue what you said. Yep. That is true. The plane captains talk like doctors right. He's like, hey, good morning. We're just going to take you in for feeding on the weather. They have no fight. Because they're That's obligated by law to say certain things that passengers don't really want to hear. <laughs> like, we will take you to New York four times and you will yeah. not land <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine leaving Cancun and you're like a little hungover and you get on this oh. flight and then you get stuck in this. Oh. Mm. You've heard the stories about Dios mia. There's stories of people who have uh, edibles before a flight. And they... <laughs> Bro, this would be a trip, dog. You wouldn't know what the heck was going on. <laughs> no pun intended. Bro, it's like the circle of life. We are back where we began. And we did it four times over, dude. It's not the journey. One too many gummy worms. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's about the journey, not the destination. So sticking on the same topic, New York and, and craziness. Oh. Uh, the New York City Housing Commission, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, I guess they, they do something out there. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what. Uh, they, they're on Zoom like a lot of places, and old boy, oh, no. uh, in, in his Zoom meeting, uh, you know how some people, they'll just wear a suit. And then just have underwear on. Yeah. You know, out, uh, out boxer of view. shorts right. or something. Or, yeah. yeah, or you're just wearing gym shorts. Yeah, like, I gotta hey, let it breathe. You, right. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to get all dressed up for the Zoom meeting. Well, this guy was like, you know, what if I just didn't wear anything? You know, he's like, that's the logical progression. I'll just leave my camera off. Wait. He turns his camera on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so he is put on administrative leave. This guy was just lying in his bed. Like, like, you know how when you're in a class and it's on Zoom and you're lazy and you're just like, you know what? He was completely naked in his bed. Maybe heat wave, dog. I don't know. Like AC was busted. I, I can't tell you. 
<laughs> now, it wouldn't that be ironic? The housing commissioner has got a busted AC in his house. Oh, Gosh, boy. That's, yeah. uh, that's something. So this isn't the first time something like this has happened. So uh, housing commission, their job, I guess, is like you, you build public housing, whatever. So you have a bunch of like these apartment buildings that you're sort of in charge of. I guess oh. it's like a property manager, but in the, <laughs> in the public sector. Yeah. Well, a bunch of these people got in trouble. <laughs> Because they took one of the public houses and they turned it into a house of debauchery. I I guess that's the best way to say it. They they oh. they, they turned one of the houses into a club where certain things oh. happen. So selling of certain transactions, se- selling of drugs and other things were were going on. And this is out in the Bronx. I don't know what a Bronx accent is. This is the Bronx. I think you nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a. Uh, you could you say a lewd nightclub? Yes, precisely mm. that. So <laughs> th- there's a great quote. It's like, when were things happening in this in, yeah. in this yeah, building? Yeah. Uh, and, and this is a quote from the uh, Throg's Neck, which is the uh, neighborhood where this is going on. The Throg's Neck Houses Tenant Association President Monique Johnson. She goes, it happened overtime, during working hours, after working hours, any day or any time of day. Now I understand why work wasn't getting done. Oh, my. Hey, 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 work was getting done. Just a different kind of See, work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A later quote, too, was there was drinking and acts going on yep more playing and less working <laughs> oh, it's like you don't say it, it's like how's work today honey you know you know work is so much fun it just feels like play oh my <laughs> let me tell you those people couldn't wait to get up in the morning to come to work you, you know it's like honey i gotta work overtime again doggone it yeah i'll do anything to help this city i gotta pull a, i'll pull an all-nighter if i have to oh my so what were they supposed to be doing there <laughs> Thirty-two million dollars were sent to these people to conduct high-tech rat extermination. What? That's what that was for. Uh, yep. Apparently, was... they were using crack to do it. <laughs> really? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought you. I they, I believe that. You see that? that that's the problem. You know <laughs> yeah. how you know how hard our job is on this show. Like we can't even make jokes. I I would believe that. Because <laughs> it says they were going to use new high-tech methods, and it. I mean, honestly, it could be crack. Yeah. Okay. Like hey. Or teen spirit. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what does teen spirit smell like? Uh, Probably rats. Probably like that airplane after twelve hours. Yeah. (laughs) Ask Nirvana. He'll know. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. So uh, I guess you know if you are in Greek life or or you live a certain lifestyle and you don't really want to change but you want to get paid to do it. Ah. New York Housing Authority could be the place for you. Go to the Bronx. Yeah. Go to the Bronx. Yeah. Get get paid to throw parties in public housing. It's like the perfect career. Like, could you imagine? Like, you're 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 in charge of running this this condo, you know, and you're walking by, and you're like, you know, I think I'm gonna go check on the progress there. And you knock on the door, and you hear this loud, like thumping, like uh, like club music, like boom, 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 inside. And it's like, hey, excuse me, can I go in there? And see? Oh no, very dangerous, man. That that's our high tech rat killing methods. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you can't we see get, what, you can't see what's going on. You see those woofers in the corner? We yeah. concuss them with bass. Exactly. Yeah, where we're killing the rats. Like, so, well, what's that smoke coming out? There's a lot of, a lot of smoke. Oh, no, that, that, that it smells kind of like yeah, like weed. You, you got some, you got some skunk in there. Uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah. now a skunk infestation. We, we 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 combine the power of of hotboxing the rats with with exactly. the concussive base. Like, what's this white powder falling from the ceiling? Oh, uh, asbestos. Oh, oh man, but we gotta condemn this building. Yeah. Ah, uh, no, it's snow. It's we have a little hole in the roof, and <laughs> we we had a little cold snap. <laughs> You're listening to the loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101. Or one of our many podcast platforms, or YouTube. If you're listening, thanks mm-hmm. for that. Uh, moving on, 
Uh, the metaverse is something that got dropped on us. Just Elon Musk, like, not Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, that guy, the other billionaire guy. The lizard? Yeah, l- l- lizard man. So ah. so he just had no context. Uh, this man goes, hey, by the way, so uh, you know that movie, uh, Ready Player One? Uh-huh. And then you know that book, Brave New World, and how both the message of the book and the movie was that really uh, having these like fake worlds that you escape into yes. instead of bettering your current world, those are really bad ideas. Yes. Well, so I just made that. And then he, just... ga- he gave it to us. Mark Zuckerberg gave us the metaverse. Oh. This is what happens when you like just skim the book and then you know you do the Cliff's Notes version. Yeah. And Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know, I heard he went to his like engineers one day and he said, you know, I read this book called Brave New World by this Huxley guy. Or like I didn't really read it. I just kind of looked at the back, you know. Yeah. And it seemed like super cool that you could just like escape your world and like instead of bettering yourself, you could just be whatever you want to be. I'd like that idea. And they said, okay, we'll make it. And so they did. Yep. So the metaverse. Wait a minute. Maybe okay. So explain to me what what exactly is this metaverse? All right. So you put on a VR headset and then you go into a video game essentially. But you can. Uh, like, so this is a real thing. Yeah, this is very real. Yeah. Okay. Well. I, as real as fake can be. I got you. And so you go in there, you can make yourself look however you want. You can get a like a job. You can spend actual money to buy fake clothes for yourself. You can work a fake job to make fake money with which to buy fake things. It, it's, it's all very complex. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's gonna be like a parallel economy. Like you get off work, it's like, well, time to clock into my second job in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. But the amount of realism, well, that they're trying to, to create here is started a lot of questions. And there's some questions going around uh, about crimes in the metaverse. Like, could you be convicted or charged for something that you do while you're in this virtual yeah, world? What if, what if I, oh, dude, that would be an amazing, like, I can see if there's, you know, you got those heist movies, right? Yeah. Because that those those are really fun to watch. Uh-huh. It's like, if you did a heist in the metaverse. Right. And yeah. so what you could do is rob a bank in the metaverse and then yeah. cash out in, in <laughs> like, is, is this is this I don't, feasible? I don't know if they'll let you do that. Like I don't I don't know if there's like there aren't metaverse banks like you can like walk into the metaverse banks like this is a meta hold up everybody put your meta oh. hands up meta <laughs> this is a meta robbery <laughs> and I'm holding a meta machine gun yep I'll blow your meta head off <laughs> so they they're talking to these lawyers <laughs> from the from metaverse. the law firm mm-hmm. uh, Reed Smith LLP and yes they they come to some interesting conclusions so because you're it's sort of like in a video game or like something. If you shot and killed someone in like Red Dead Redemption or something, yeah. you, you can't be tried for that because it's like not a real person and it's not you. You're not actually murdering the person. Right, right. But if you were like in a chat room and then you said, uh, you, you told someone to kill themselves or, or you, like, you motivated someone to kill themselves, there are some states that have legislation where you can be tried for murder or conspiracy to murder or something like that, right? right? If you drive someone to do that because it's an extension of you. It's not like you interacting with a fake thing. So in the metaverse, the argument that's being made is that to a certain extent, things that you say and do because it's an extension of you and you're doing it to other real people, even though it's like the fake them, then you can be tried for them in real life. What? Yeah. Okay, why why would you even make a place where Wait, you can so murder, rape, and assault people? Right, that, that, that's a very good question. That seems strange to me. But like if so, p- part of the reason... And I, I was reading a thing about this. The metaverse, they have this setting. It's called like personal space bubble or something where it'll create like a bubble that people can't enter within like five like virtual feet of you okay. to mm-hmm. keep them from yeah. like punching you in the metaverse <laughs> or whatever they're going to do to you. 
you know. Would they, you feel the punches? No. Well, Would the headset well, slap you in the th- face? There are some like things that have it's called haptic feedback, right, Josh? Yeah. And it'll Is like it electronic. Uh, some of them, right? Yeah, most of them. Well, they're all electronic. But what it is is it's like um, like you can uh, they have it in controllers a lot right now. Where if you're playing um, like first person shooters or anything, when you pull the trigger, it shakes the controller as if it were a oh, to make it sh- more sure. feel more like a gun okay. shooting. But okay. Yeah. So how far does this go? Like how? Uh, I well, if you've seen Ready Player One, they have like full immersion where like you are actually experiencing all of the things at the same um, intensity and everything. So like if you get punched in the face in the, in the metaverse, maybe in like 20 years, and you're and you have a full immersion suit, you'll feel the getting punched in the face. That includes like if someone stabs you or shoots you. Yeah. But, like, we're obviously not there right now, and I don't know that we ever will get there because it would just be stupid to set up a place where you can do those things anyway. Do you do think there'll be, yeah. like, metaverse meth? So when you take it, you... you <laughs> Metacrack. Or metacrack. Like, I'm just thinking about these guys that, you know, get into bad situations with cops, <laughs> and then they just tank through, like, 30 rounds or something like that. It's yeah. like... Is that gonna work? Is imagine, that gonna be a thing? imagine being some like guy, and you just have a really awful life, and you do drugs to escape, and you're like, I'm gonna do the metaverse so that I can have a great life, and then it turns out you just screw your life up again in the metaverse. <laughs> like you can't even escape your bad Ouch. decisions. Well, that's assuming that he can afford the metaverse, because I'm assuming this is probably not a cheap venture. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. But yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a loser in real life. I'll be a winner in the metaverse. And it turns out you're, you're just a, a loser in the metaverse too. Yeah, I don't know. It's, Double it's, burn. It, I guarantee you that there's going to be a certain type of people that are going to be wasting their time in this kind of oh, place. Oh, for sure. Well, there's certain kinds of people who waste their time on everything. These two lawyers, Pryor and Roberts, they say that they see a future where laws are amended or new laws created to give people protections in the metaverse. <laughs> Meta murder. Meta. <laughs> Your Honor, in my defense, I was going sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> wow, golly. Yeah, so... That's gonna be crazy though. If you thought the OJ trial was something like the trial of the century, just wait till <clears throat> someone like accidentally, like I don't know, like a microaggression in the metaverse. It's like the metaverse microaggression trial. He raised his hands and wiggled his fingers in a certain way that made me feel violated. That would be absolutely. Crazy. I don't know why I did it in a New Jersey accent, but we're gonna go with <laughs> that. <it. laughs> that was an Australian <laughs> accent, I thought. Yeah. It's kind of a hybrid. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, well. so we'll keep a close eye on this. And then, of course, if some wacky Metaverse trial happens, we'll be the first to cover We're going to try to get exclusive courtroom coverage right. of the Metaverse Ooh. trial. Because that's that's what we do around here. We put our minds to real worthwhile stuff. Right. Something like that, yeah. All right, you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And to wrap up, as we promised, we're going to talk about Elon Musk, probably the closest thing to Tony Stark we've had yet on this planet. Maybe except for Howard Hughes. He was a little crazy. Uh, so Elon, as uh, everyone knows by this point, this isn't anything particularly earth-shattering. He bought a 9.2% stake in Twitter and was subsequently offered a position on the board of directors uh-huh. for uh, Twitter. And the Twitter CEO, Parag Agrawal, I nailed it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he would be a great value to the board and everything. Well... Elon has now backed out and said, actually, no, I do not plan on joining the board. And there are kind of theories abounding. Like, why would Elon change his mind? And one theory that goes out there, which I think is actually pretty smart, one of the terms and conditions of Elon joining the board of Twitter was that he would not be able to increase his stake in Twitter. Because ah. then he would have a... So he, he had a minority interest... Um, I, I I think he would have been like the largest minority owner. I don't know like the, the technical terms of it, but 
I think uh, what people are saying here is that he's he backed out of the board membership so that he could increase his stake because his stake would have been limited to 14.9% if he was on the board. But by backing out, he may just be able to buy the whole company outright. They're probably Dang. shaking in their boots. Oh, a you think bit. so? Oh, yeah. oh. You know that people have been calling for him to just completely remove Twitter. Oh, he coming. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that he's just going to buy it and then blow it up, which I think would be the greatest thing to happen on planet Earth, honestly. Yeah. This would be fantastic. It'd be an interesting, because obviously, so if he got about 10%, right, and it was a $2.6 billion investment. Yep. So we're looking at a $26 billion company, roughly, somewhere around there. Mm hmm. It's a lot of money. And it's going to be just completely evaporated. Oh, yeah. But it is for arguably a good cause, because Twitter is a pretty horrible place, if I have to be honest. Another nice. another thing, another idea. So this guy, Matt Billingsy or something, he uh, put out a tweet uh, where he talked about that be between uh, non-disclosure agreements and other business, I, I'm sure like articles in corporation, all kinds of stuff, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have actually been able to talk trash about Twitter or discuss things going on in the board, like in public. Oh yeah, I wouldn't give that up. A exactly. And, ah. and, and <laughs> it's like, I want to join Twitter so I can have the inside track so I could talk trash about Twitter and make fun of them on Twitter. It's like, oh wait, so you mean I won't be allowed to do that? So I'm out. Like yeah. <laughs> that's a deal breaker for me. Yep. yep. That's not surprising though that they would they would bar him from doing that because they know that he actually would do that. Right. It, well, it's not surprising. And, and it's probably not even like a just him thing. It's probably like a for everyone on the board. Like I'm sure there's like corporate confidentiality or everything. You know. Sure. No, I, that's understandable. I mean, that, that'd be the case for most companies. And uh, Twitter employees are in a panic. Bloomberg reports that the vibe. Uh -huh. <laughs> at corporate headquarters is super stressed. This article was written by a freaking millennial. I can tell you oh, right. it's the, the vibe. vibe. Yeah. My... Super, and also, mind you, they didn't say stressed. Super stressed. Super stressed. Not even very stressed. Super stressed. I need my kombucha and oh, my, my. Uh, energy beads. Energy beads. My, my silk Your magnesium bracelet. Robe. Yeah. And I'm just feeling super stressed, Mr. Musk. Mr. Musk. <laughs> because, you know, you say mean things on Twitter, and that's a microaggression. And yep. uh, I'm going to go into my safe space beanbag, and you're not going to talk to me for you know, Mr. two Musk, hours. Uh, I already filled up my two-hour workday today, so I'm just going to go home and take a nap because I'm really drained right now from you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on, on Twitter. He's probably so happy how much chaos he's caused. Dude, I know. This guy is the biggest troll. He just goes out and <laughs> buys 14.9% of Twitter on a whim just because he just wants to mess with people. Yep. Amazing. You know, that's what, that's what happens when you get like all that money. Like, you know, used to, if you wanted to prank somebody, you had to go to the store and spend like 25 cents, one of those like fake puke things or fake, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And then now, you know, if you got, you know, $3 billion in the bank, you can just <laughs> buy Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. I want to be that rich one day, you know? Or, you know what would be even more interesting is if he bought, like, completely bought Twitter and then completely reformatted <laughs> the platform. Yeah. He could. And I, just made it, like, a dating app or something. Oh. Like, or just turned it into the next 4chan. No, 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 no. We've already had that. We don't need that again. <laughs> yeah. Mass 4chan. The 4chan exodus was a real thing. That happened. Ah. Uh. Because uh, they nuked the platform, essentially, after banning certain adult content. And so then they all went running 
to other places where they could just go. 4chan's like dead in, yeah. in the water and they've been taking their crap, their degeneracy to other platforms and ruining the rest of the internet. So we don't yeah. need, actually. I think a lot of it went to Tumblr. Yeah. Or may, may, uh, maybe it was actually Tumblr that banned it. I, I forget. I think, I think Tum- if you're talking about adult uh, content, uh, Tumblr, I think it's probably yeah, yeah. Tumblr. Tumblr. Tumblr just did it, yeah. Okay. I don't know if 4chan ever had that issue. I know 4chan's more like conspiracy theories and stuff. 4chan is whack. Yeah. 4chan is something. Hey, how about Elon Musk buys 4chan and then just deletes it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd pay money. I, I would put money into you the pot probably, to honestly, make that you happen. you could probably buy 4chan. I'm <laughs> Just now. Just let me yeah, write a check. probably like, I don't know. $25. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna yeah a half a half eaten Snickers bar. Just go up to the guy who owns it right now and say, "I've got a hundred dollars cash right now. <laughs> give me four chance. You I probably, can give you fifty now. Yeah, and then after the the transaction is finished, couple, you know, I'll give you fifty over the course of the next year. A gallon of gas is probably more expensive than four chan right now. Yep. Ouch, that's true. Yeah. Poor internet. All right, so yeah, the will we keep an eye on all this stuff, giving you the the updates. Skinny. Yep. Keeping keeping it real out here. You you know us. Mm. thanks for listening to the Loft on Radio for Hillsdale 101.7 FM we'll be back next week we've only got a couple episodes left before the end of the semester we're going to try to finish strong (laughs) 